Another amazing week. Oh my God. This week. <laughs> we have such a, an incredible comedian. Oh probably one of my favorite like LA based comedians. So funny. A gay icon. <laughs> literally. Like I've tried to. I've literally been like, how do I get this man in my family? Like I wish oh. I wish I had a gay man in my family so I could like marry you guys together so that we could be related. He's a stand-up comedian. He has a new podcast called Confidently Insecure. Mm-hmm. He's on Dating No Filter on E. Yeah. He's literally the hottest man. Oh I want to fuck the shit out of him, but I'm not his type. <laughs> uh, it's Zach Noito. We, we break everyone's eardrums with our little squeals. Hi. 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 I'm so excited to be doing I was just saying before we recorded, we've known each other for a long time now. Yeah. And I've always been like a huge fan of yours. Like a genuinely, I am a fan. Like I know we're friends and whatever. And it's like, but I am a fan of your comedy. Yeah. I saw Like I saw Zach do uh, a show. Like it was at that bar Covell, I think. Or oh like, my God. The wine bar. The wine bar. And you handled... <gasps> Was it the woman? The who woman was like, who's like my boyfriend died. Killed himself. Killed, killed himself. Because he was gay. Because he was gay. And I was like, a lesser comedian would never know how to dance out of this elegantly. And you, watching you handle that, still be funny, still make the crowd laugh, still find a way to like get back to your material, <laughs> and just simply like dance through that was so hard. Like, I feel like people don't know how hard that is. Oh, and yeah. it was like master level. Oh my God. So I I was like, ever since I, I mean, I've always been a fan of yours, but that seeing people get through like, I was like, wow, he is a pro. So I just want to put it out there that if you're not familiar with Zach's comedy, you need to familiarize yourself. That was a crazy show though. It was okay. And yeah, so people like haven't like an inside peek. Barcovel is like this small room. There weren't that many people there. There were probably like maybe 30 or 40 people. Would you agree? Yeah, it was tiny. And then the woman in the front row just like volunteered that. Anyway, it was just like crazy. It was very. Why, why did she say it? Because I said dating gay dudes is hard. Am I right, ladies? And she went, oh, yeah. And I was like, uh-oh, someone's boyfriend is gay. No, actually, he killed himself. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then she got on stage and like showed me a picture of the dude. It was just like, it was like. It was crazy. You were there. It was so much. And then people kept coming in and being loud and being like, tacos, tacos, tacos. Like, they were, like, eating. And I was like, this is why stand-up is so hard. And yeah. people who are like, oh, it's just being funny on stage. I'm like, no. no. Being funny on stage is one part of it. But, like, there are so many factors that go into being, like, a seasoned pro. And when I saw you, just, like, de- like you were so funny. Your material <laughs> on its own was great. But just watching you be so funny through – like people being drunk, screaming about their food, talking just, about their dead uh, yeah. ex, ge- ex, gay boyfriend. Like I just was <laughs> like, this is a masterclass. This is. I wish I could wow. take people like open micers to this. And I'm sorry, I'm talking too much or the guest, but like no. I have to sing your praises because honestly, it was just so. I was like, this is somebody who knows what he's doing. Zach is here to t- today to talk about doing comedy on a gay cruise, and I cannot wait to hear all about that. But first, we have some opening questions that we always ask our da- guests. Yes. So if you are down, let's talk about some shit. Yeah, literally. Um. Yeah. The first opening question is, have you ever had an epic diarrhea story while traveling? Okay, so kind of. I spent 10 days in Thailand, Bangkok to be specific, and my doctor literally gave me like a, a, a thing of pills for that very purpose, like to solidify poop when I started to see it go liquid. And like with street food in Thailand, like it's so delicious, but like the poop sometimes like comes viciously shortly after so it wasn't like one epic time but it was like oh a 10 days of kind of just like eating and then like watching the clock and like feeling the bubble guts and being like okay like I'm gonna drop off a gallon of chocolate milk (laughs) (laughs) incredible language um so my question is like okay were you like fucking during this time were you trying Um, to like get pounded yeah yeah for sure for sure so like how do you handle bubble guts and like (laughs) hooking up? those are days that you stuck to mouth stuff 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Wait. Do you have an epic diarrhea story? Yes. Do you I have, have so oh, much. Yeah. I was just gonna say the way you said yes said I have volumes. I have. Vo- oh yeah. That's do why you have IBS. A- no, but I will say that when we finally have merch for this pod, it will there will be. <laughs> merch It'll be a IBS shit. icons we're gonna have I, because I've had a lot of IBS queens on yeah and I, it sounds great but no it's just like I've traveled so much and I've pooed everywhere sure so I do feel like that's why it's one of the main question like main topics of this podcast because it's like if you've traveled a lot particularly in places where you're unfamiliar with the food and like it's not really something your digestive system is used to you have shit somewhere okay and it's been so horrible for you will I say I will say that I have only had diarrhea like 10 times in my life. Okay, well, you don't have to – we already know you're not Jewish. You don't need to just – it's, it's it, that was almost anti-Semitic the way you said it. Because it's like that doesn't – that's not a thing, okay? Well, and the, the, the other thing is like I'm still – and I'm so thankful for this. My body says like, okay, dude, you're going to poop in the next like – Four to six hours. Like you have, like after that, I can't make any promises, but you need to get to a toilet within four to six hours. Does that make sense? Four to six hours is a really long time. I know. Cause if, if I had like the feeling right now, I'd be like, I'll be fine. I'll make it home from Santa Barbara later. Why would you want like such discomfort? <laughs> like, I don't understand. I, I don't, I, I, okay. The, the comfort of shitting in my own apartment okay. is much greater than the sigh of relief from pooping. Than the discomfort of having yeah. to shit for six hours. No, I'm not going to torture myself. If I need to poop, it's going to come out and I'm going to let it come out. Okay. But let, you're so horrified. Well, I just, I don't know why, like, I just, you know, adorn yourself with a clean colon <laughs> and stop keeping it full. Like, I just feel like if there's one thing that I... Wait, how many know. times do you poop a day? I poop one to two times a okay, day. Okay, same. Same. I have a, I have Are a, you morning or evening? It really depends. Like I, this is something that I've noticed with men is that they shit like in the morning, in the morning, yeah. and it's always at the same time. And I don't <laughs> like women don't do that. Like this is a gender Wait, thing. Really, I believe it's gendered. I really do believe there's a binary to, <laughs> to shitting the shit, you know, situation. And what, time? Shit or and what clock. time? Like it's just so weird to me. Like men will like wake up and poo at the same time, and they'll like take the same amount of time to do it. And it's usually it's because men go in there and they like fart around on their on their phones. Oh my and stuff. god! But like. I don't know one woman who shits at the same time every day. Really? So to me, it is very gendered. I'm going to start asking that. Like, yeah. That's going to be my elevator question. Love that. All right, guys and gals. Yeah. What time do you shit? Um, I shit, in, <laughs> since you asked, I shit like an hour after waking up. So it is in the morning often, but it's like whenever it's like I wake up, my body like catches up and it's like, let's, let's get this done. Is it a post-coffee situation? I don't drink coffee. Do you eat? At, do you dinner at the same time every day usually? No. So this my, is what I understand. My eating what schedule is, that? is fucked. I don't know if it's LA or travel or what, but like I um, sometimes will have like one meal in the middle of the day and like snack right before bed. Sometimes I'll have like a brunch and a dinner. It just always depends. Like last time I ate today was like a, kind of like a 10 a.m. meal. But yet you shit at the same time every day. I don't understand. Yeah. I just don't understand. I really don't get it. I think it is gendered. I really do. That's okay. my that's my take. And I'm sure someone's going to be like, it's why does everything have to be blue or pink? But like, <laughs> it just is. Okay. Okay. The second. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for your vulnerability. Oh, yeah. Totally. Okay. Um, My second opening question is, have you ever got an epic fight while traveling? And if you don't have a fight, because you're such a sweetie. And I, but I'm sure you, you know. If you have a sassy fight, amazing. If not, just something that really annoys you while traveling. Or both. I kind of do have a fight. Okay. Yay. Fun. Okay. Fun for so fun. So this is when I was still drinking, which is like demon twink days. Very like party boy. And it was uh, the end of summer. I was about to move to LA. I went to Chicago with two of my St. Louis friends. That's like a six-hour drive. So we go there. We're like partying the first night. We're staying at my friend Tess's house in, in the city. And we're out, like, getting wasty face at the bar, and I, like, made out with this truly maybe 30-year-old, and my friend pulled me aside and was like, you're embarrassing yourself. You're hooking up with old guys, and you look so stupid, and I know, it was, but it was, it was crazy. It was just gay drama. So me and the other friend <laughs> ditched him and went, like, on our own adventure, and we both stopped replying to his, like, calls and texts. So he had to like spend the night at my friend Tess's and we stayed at like a hookups house that night because he was like 
leaving screaming voicemails at this point. Like, you white trash pieces of shit. Like, if I swear to God, I'm leaving you tomorrow morning. Like, don't even think about getting a ride. So we're like, do we text our parents? Like, should they send us, like, money for flights? Like, what do we do? And then in the morning, he, like, texted both of us, like, don't say anything. Just get in the car when I pull up. And then we, like, we drove home in silence. What? (laughs) Was that even a cohesive story? Yeah. I mean, honestly, what was he so mad about? Because we, like, literally But why? I know, but, like, why? I mean. Why was he mad about me making Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Why was he slut-shaming you? That could have been he had a crush. Yeah, he wanted your your little poopy butt. My little coffee-flavored hole. Your little 10 (laughs) a.m. pooping butt. Wait, Um, why was he, he, so he was jealous? Yeah, I guess so. But me and my friend were drunk and very, like, giggly so we're like let's fucking leave him here (laughs) and like but that's like the bad part that I did you know like Mm. but again like I almost kind of stand by it if someone (laughs) told me I was embarrassing them I'd simply walk away from that person I mean mean? also like why are you so insecure that you think other people's behaviors are a reflection on you oh I know it's like get a life I know well this is also like this is like 2009. Oh. Times were different. Times were different. You know. Yeah. People were a lot more. People like, were much more. We didn't, have, tic- we didn't, <laughs> have, TikTok we didn't have TikTok to tell us that it's okay to fuck. I don't think we could even get married as a species. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Wait, when did you get sober? Oh, but you know what's also funny? Oh, God, yes. I uh, found that 30-year-old, that 30-something, getting pizza later that night, and uh, we made out in the alley behind the pizza place. That's hot. It was, like, very romantic at the time, because I was like, you're the reason I just blew up a friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he's probably had, like, one, like, vodka soda, and I'm, like, cross-eyed drunk, you know? That's a gorgeous story. I know. Uh, and we're, a- we've been together ever since. Yeah. Could you imagine? Could you? I <laughs> simply could not. And what'd you ask when I got sober? Yeah, when did you get sober? Um, seven years ago. What was the? I mean, you, this is not a sobriety podcast, but if you would like <laughs> God to share, forbid. God forbid, ew, <laughs> disgusting. I will talk about sobriety forever and a day. Um, and I'm an open book. I basically just woke up on my 30th birthday, and I was super depressed that I hadn't accomplished any of like my younger self's goals. Mm. And I knew that like drinking and drugs were like a hurdle I kept putting in front of myself. So are you are you fully sober or yeah, are you California sober. sober? Fully, fully. Good. Don't do anything. Wow. Nothing. Good for you. You're raw dog in life. Raw dogging. And you know what? It's so much better. I can't even explain. That's awesome. Good yeah. for you. Thanks. And if you're struggling, ha, 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 ha. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, uh, Stop being such a loser and handle your alcohol better. <laughs> do you drink? Yeah, I mean. But it's not like a thing for you. No. Um, Is weed a thing? I go in phases of, like, smoking a lot, but it's not – I mean, I would say drugs and alcohol, I'm pretty good about just being able to, like, put down whenever. It's that's not, beautiful. It's not, I, that's not my so – I went to rehab for anorexia, so that was my – Drug was, of choice. Drug of choice was just being a starving little rotting bitch. Like, I just was like, <laughs> mm, you know what would be cute if I rotted from the inside out? Wait, was it um an eating disor- – a disordered eating uh, rehab, or was it like yeah, a – Yeah, it, it was a rehab for eating disorders. Okay. Yeah. It was only that. I, I went to residential for six months. See, I'm interesting too. Yeah, you but are. the rock bottom stories of drug addicts and alcoholics is way more interesting than the rock bottom of a fucking girl who pukes up her food or whatever. Well, I didn't puke up my food. Ew, would never. I wouldn't even eat it. I you don't know, touch the stuff. You know what's so funny about like about eating disorders? And I also think this probably exists in like drugs and alcohol too. Is like, reco- like there's such a hierarchy of like the addiction of what you're doing. There's such an elite, like anorexics, top of the food chain, huh? You know, um, <laughs> top, <laughs> top of the food chain for eating like disorders? eating disorders. Yeah. And then, and then bingers are below that. Yeah. Because it's like puking, ew, gross. Or like, mm. you know, heavy laxative use, like whatever. And so, I mean, I'm maybe times have changed, but I, and I hope they have, because I think it's a really weird thing. We were like, oh, I'm better than you. Like, bitch, we're all fucked up none of us are better than the other one but there is some sort of hierarchy and I think that that probably is like when I've talked to my friends who are in AA or whatever they're like oh yeah heroin addicts are like the like 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 people be like oh you went to rehab for weed like uh, cute but like I was a fucking hit crack you know it's like you know there's more stories that are more exciting yeah exciting horrifying (laughs) but yeah very funny when told like fast um (laughs) But, uh, yeah, m- like, meth and heroin have such a low success rate of 
staying sober mm. that I could see why they're kind of elite sober people. Do you know what I mean? Oh, right. Like, it's harder for me to be sober than you. I mean, in theory. I will say that, like, compared to drugs, drug addicts and alcoholics, like, we are the lame. Like, the eating disorder crew, like, it's so lame. It's like, there's nothing thug no, no, no. or gangster about knowing where Yogurt Land in LA is located. Uh, uh, like, that is not, <laughs> like, that's not cool. I'm going to say, because I have friends who f- struggle with food besides you, and I'm not saying you do right now, but uh, the fact that we don't have to do drugs or drink to survive, and you have to eat food. So, like, your your drug or anti-drug of choice is, like, part of your everyday life. Mm-hmm. So, I consider food sobriety or food recovery to be so much more complex than drugs and alcohol. It is a relationship fix. It yeah. would be interesting if, like, in cocaine rehab, they're like, here's, co- you know, you have to do coke six times yeah. a day in order to. One yeah. bump. <laughs> a morning bump. No, but, yeah. But it's a relationship fix. Absolutely. Wow. So, it is really crazy. And it's a lot more gray area because oh, with, yeah. like, you know, alcohol, you could be like, oh, it's been 60 days since I've used. Uh-huh. But with oh. food, I can be like, you know, this nutritionist thinks this is healthy and yep. this one thinks this is healthy. So, I'm doing what, you know. Know, it's like you do you do intuitive eating I don't believe intuitive intuitive eating is um right for everybody okay. I think that often when you have an eating disorder your intuition is very confusing of course and I think it's I think I think you have to be really far in your pro I mean look everyone's different some people it really works for them and it like right away it clicks and that's great I think for most people Intuitive eating, if you've been fucking with your food for a long time, oh, of course. is just like a very... It's a mind fuck. I think it's a mind fuck. I think you're you're making it harder for yourself. And I also think it's just like not practi- not realistic. Sure. I think so. I think often you need to be very structured with your food and very like take the... Just take... Like with exercise, for example, I only go to classes pretty oh. much or follow a very specific like timed workout, like a YouTube like video. Like 40 minutes on a thing. Somebody else has like made that. They've created it. I'm not thinking about it. I'm not... I'm taking all... I'm putting... This person is healthy, doesn't have any disorder. They've decided what's an appropriate workout. I will do that. Oh, I but love that. I will not be making... I'm not going to intuit what I think a healthy workout You'd is. You'd be great in a cult. Yes. <laughs> I've always said that about myself. And talk about structure. Yeah. Great. I would thrive. They take away all of the indecision. And I'm very type A and I'm very persuasive. So, so maybe I, you'd be the cult leader. No. I don't think it's good to f- um, fly too close to the sun. <laughs> I want to be on the periphery. <laughs> That's beautiful. Um, yeah. Anyway, this was about you, but I made it about me. And it's I truly, love that. It's truly a gift. Listen, people are tuning in to listen to hear you. No, they want to hear you. They want to hear about your gay cruise experience. I don't know if that's true. Everybody, I, I want to hear about your you gay cruise. If you could comment, or if you haven't reviewed the pod yet, review and say... <laughs> Wasn't here for Zach. I'm not here for Zach. I'm here for Chelsea. <laughs> okay, Zach, I'm so excited to talk to you about the real meat, real, real meat of the episode. Truer words. So you do a lot of gay cruises. I've done like nine. That's a lot of cruises. That's yeah. a lot of cruises in general. Gay cruises? Ugh. Do you hate cruises? I hate cruises. I knew you did. I don't like being stuck on a boat in the middle of the ocean with nowhere to go if I don't like a person that's there. Okay. Like okay. the idea I that I can't that. escape them. I hear that. So do you, you I, love I, a cruise? Well, no, this is the thing. Yes. Well, I've only ever gone as a gi- as a gig, so I'm being paid to be there. Mm. Auto- automatically, it's different. Like already, like mm. the fact that it's like I'm making money there is amazing yeah. for me. But I hear you. By the end of the cruise, there are people that I'm like so not wanting to bump into because they'll corner me. They'll want to sit with me. They'll want to chat. They'll like grab, you know, gr- ass grab or whatever. So it's like. I totally hear that that problem of yours, that complaint. Yeah, like cruises in general, there's the I like the convenience. I like, you know, because like I, I like that if you're partying on a cruise, you don't have to worry about getting home. I mean, you just yeah. walk down to your thing. Yeah. That's nice. I love that. And I've been, I had to cover an EDM cruise. It was called Groove Cruise. It was a nightmare. But I, yeah, I went and I didn't like, I liked that I was like so convenient, but I just was like, by the end, I'm like, I don't. I just want to be able to leave if I want. Yeah. And I don't love that I have to see you. Like, if I'm, I have to, like, pick the buffet times where I don't think you're going to be there. Sure. Like, that well, annoys me. God, how many people did you not want to see? Well, just, like, if I didn't, you know. Were you talking about your boyfriend at the time? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, babe, what time are you going to breakfast? <laughs> okay, I'll be there at 
And I'll that. be there 25 minutes after. Okay, so tell me about how, what was your first cruise? Okay, so actually this is so funny because I think you said you might ask about my epic bombs or epic fails on the ship. So it, it aligns. So working at Gay Cruise was my first paid gig ever, like nine years ago. Amazing. When I was like just started, like I was maybe three years into comedy, two years into comedy. And Leslie Jordan was like a mentor of mine and he did the cruises. He suggested me. They hired me. I was sharing a room with one of the other comics and I was being paid $500 for the week. Okay. Which is bad. No, it's not good. But I was overjoyed because I was like, oh my God, I'm working, I'm a working comic. It's also an all expenses paid. Yeah. They're they're paying for everything. So you're getting a vacation kind of. Sure. But $500. Yeah. Um, But, uh, so... This is one of the older gay cruises. There's like two main gay cruises. One skews older, one skews younger. What are the names? Um, I actually don't want to say. Okay. Just in case. Okay. Um, so it was an older one, and I had this joke that had been killing in LA about AIDS. And I didn't realize that they would probably not like it. So I told this AIDS joke. AIDS joke mid set on my first night on the cruise. And when I tell you all of the energy left the room and they wanted to throw me off the ship, like period, like, and that was night one. The two other comics are in the back howling. Cause it's a very funny joke, but they are people walked out people throughout the week. were like, are you that foul mouth twink? Everyone's talking about. Oh, but they called you a twink. How sweet. Oh, like on this older boat. And I was 20, Eight or something. I was a twink. I was like a spring chicken. chicken. Oh yeah, but um, that's that's hard, to dude. How did you recover? How did and, and you were such a baby comic. Baby so comic. I didn't have know anything how, to pivot. You, oh, that's so hard. What I, was it? Can you say the joke or do you not want? Yeah, to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's that I love gay pride, but it's always a little bit more trouble than it's worth. Like this summer, as soon as I got there, my phone died of AIDS. <laughs> I just kept filling it with random dudes' numbers, and it died of AIDS. That jo- thanks for laughing. That joke doesn't always kill. And I, like, I think it's great. And I also think, like, if you can't laugh at that, come on. Thank you. It's not coming from, like, an alt-right Nazi no. frat boy. It's coming from a gay man himself. So, like, come on. And here's the thing. Men that were HIV positive on the ship, like that were, like, maybe 30s, 40s, they came up and were like, I thought that joke was really funny. And I was like, okay. I'm realizing, and I don't know if this is old straight people, but old gay men do not have a sense of humor about things that affect them. I've seen old gay men laugh. <laughs> I'm s- That's a good premise. I'm That's s- a funny oh premise. My. They'll That's- laugh at misogyny, racism, transphobia, like any and then you mention how like old gay men are like this, nothing. Like they will shut down on you. Do you think it's just because the the period of time when AIDS was really of course it was took just their friends so, and lovers yeah so traumatizing. But I do believe like even if something is traumatizing, even more so, you should find the humor and light in it. Obviously, what else yes. are you gonna do? Cry about it forever? No, not me. They, they they literally didn't hire me back for like five years. <gasps> yeah. You got so many complaints. Yeah. And then you had to do comedy every day. Not every day. It's always um, only three nights. Oh. And 20 minute sets. But this is my point about a cruise. Yeah. So you fucking eat shit in front of all these old gay queens. Not like all of them. Not all of them are at the show. The comedy club yeah, is one of the talk. smaller venues. Yes. But they fucking talk. Of course. Of course. So then you're fucking at the buffet. Yeah. And, and somebody's like. like you know, you should have respect. And you're like, bitch, I'm eating my sausages right now. Let <laughs> no. me live. Like, I'm trying to eat my yo play. But I'm, like, hungover. I'm, like, embarrassed. I'm, like, oh, my God, they're going to fire me. You know, all these things. Okay. So, but that, but the thing, this is what I understand. It's, like, don't have comics on a shit. Like, like just don't do it if they're, if they're not. I, or they should just be, like, you have to be extremely clean. Like, well, to the no. point where it's, like, you have to be basically just doing crowd work so, about, like, aren't Australians funny? Well, you know? there's this – well, this is the thing, though. Gay cruises are a different beast. Like, yes, probably for straight cruises, but, like, gay cruises, like, now I thrive on them. I do really well performing. But I've seen really great comics eat shit still because they're just, like, a fickle crowd. So what is the key to doing comedy on a cruise, then? I think, for me, it is always writing as many jokes about – that cruise as possible. Amazing. So uh, I'll like start with like five minutes of cruise stuff, but by the end of the, the my third night, I'll have like ten minutes of cruise jokes. Okay. And then I'll just do ten minutes of like my favorite stuff. Okay. Yeah. 
and like shorter. They don't want think pieces. They want like short, Easy. silly, sticky. Easy laughs. Yeah. I yeah. love that. Yeah. What is what do you think is like the biggest vibe difference? Obviously, gay cruise, straight cruise, or just I don't. It's not straight cruises, but gay cruises, cruises, and then all the other cruises. Yeah. What What is the biggest difference besides besides the obvious that it's for gay people? What is the biggest vibe difference? Like, how would you? What's the feeling of being on a gay cruise? It's it is. I will say, like gay summer camp. It's so community. It's so mingling it's so everyone dancing and celebrating it's actually a really beautiful space like a bunch of guys decorate their doors so it's like literally they'll have whiteboards on their doors or like pictures of them and their partner or like really filthy things or like there's a part of um gay cruises um cruise business cards they're like small business cards and they have your picture and your room number on it and so you'll be dancing and you can give a guy your like business card so he can like come to your room later to snuggle yeah and snuggle snuggle with some with anal some, with some meat in, mixed in there wait that's cute dude so it's very like a gay pride parade on a boat yeah kind of i love they that also so like you know how cruises have like built-in entertainment like this last ship they were doing greece the musical like Car- royal caribbean had greece the musical they also had like an ice skating show there was an ice skating rink on the ship wow yeah it was big it was it was a 5500 person sold out with gay men and they had like kind of a water park on it like they had some water slides that went like around the ship but um we also bring gay entertainment so like four there's always four queer comics um there's always like a rupaul drag race girl like it was bob the drag queen oh my god and then there's like two like New York drag queens who are like up and coming. And then there's like Nick Adams, this Broadway star who's also in the movie Fire Island. He did his like cabaret show. There's, there's like all these shows to go to. So you're like, I'm going to go see, you know, suddenly Seymour and then I'm going to go see cacophony and then I'm going to go to the dance. And there's a theme dance every night. So like the first dance is like a welcome to the jungle. And so it's like jock straps with like monkey tails and like rabbit ears and whatever that looks like to you. That is so fun. It is. So would you say that the clientele mm-hmm. on these gay cruises is like, who's the, who is the ideal? Cause I, it's not, you know, being gay is not just one thing. I mean, there's a lot, there's, that's so brave of you to say. I honestly, do you think they'll make me gay man of the year? <laughs> one time I did a workshop um, for casting uh, for commercial agents and you did like two commercials and then they had like review cards and they gave you the review cards at the end. And this bitch, this old fucking lady, I hope she's six feet under right now, but <laughs> she wrote, <laughs> she wrote one note gay and then like circled it like gay was caps like circled. And I was like, okay. It's so boring. I'm I so know. bored of these fucking, it's like. This was a while ago. This is also like 2011. Just like, it's just like people are like, oh, you know, like a, a character description, gay. And it's like, that is insane to me. Like, that is like, so what are you talking about? I mean, that's all she saw, you know? She was like, I this mean, is a gay guy. I understand there's You're like, gay. I understand there's like, you know, there's stereotypes of like fairy flamboyant, queen, yes, honey, yes, queen. Like, okay, there's, that's a stereotype yeah. that also exists. There yeah. are. I'll, you know, They're I have called faggots, Chelsea. I can't say that. <laughs> I've never taken it up the ass, so I don't get to take. I don't get to say that. Is that the threshold you have to cross? I don't know, but I'm gonna say I'll it's get, probably I'll one talk of to my them. people. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but what? What's the clientele? What's the client? Like, I feel like so. What about it? How would an introverted gay man do on a on a on a cruise like that? So I will say there are, especially with the big cruise like that, there are so many ways to cruise because, like, yes, there are, there are literally. So there's a tea dance every afternoon. That's at 4 p.m. What the fuck is a tea dance? It's an afternoon dance, like afternoon tea. Oh. Tea dance. That's so cute. It is cute. So they have a 4 p.m. kind of like sunset tea dance. And then that's like 4 to 6. And then there's like a break for like dinner, shows, naps. The main party starts at 11 p.m. That goes till 4 a.m. Oh, my God. And then the after party goes 4 a.m. to noon. Oh, my. this is why I don't think I go to cruise. I don't think I'm is, fun enough this for this. Is the other thing, they have shows that start at 6 p.m. Mm. Like Todrick Hall did his show. Um, I've been on with Kathy and Jimmy. She did her like one woman show. Uh, there's like a comedy comedy hour. So there's like there's shows also from 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. because mm-hmm. they have like these loungy jazz cap. Some amazing pianists and vocalists who like take requests and sing. So like while people are like getting 
literally penetrated on the dance floor, like having full on anal sex on the dance floor. Can you do that on a gay cruise? They, do they, do they don't care. They look the other way. Really? It's yeah. like a giant orgy. I mean, not a giant orgy. I don't want to give the wrong picture, but like you'll be like dancing and then look over and someone's on the ground sucking three dicks. That is honest. That sounds hard. <laughs> With TMJ, anytime I hear about blowjobs now, I'm like, wow. Because I have a doctor's note to get out of it. I literally, I got an MRI and I do, I have. Are you doing stand up anymore? No. Oh, that's a really funny joke. I, 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 I I, I literally, I have a doctor's note. I have a doctor. I I, I literally, wait, uh, I literally have a doctor's note that says that I really should not be doing any. Any rigorous, any rigorous, <laughs> any rigorous mouth movements. Stop. Because I have no connective tissue left in my jaw. I got an MRI recently, and it literally says no connective Hanging tissue. On by a thread. Like truly, this bitch is. He said, my doctor said I've I haven't seen a jaw like yours in anyone under the age of seventy five. <laughs> And I was like, my blowjobs have been rigorous. So I've, no, truly, it's I'm bad. I'm so scared to get mine examined. No, you don't want, it's so bad. I am, I'm going to be on leave for the rest of my life. Does it anyway, grow back? No. Can I'm you fucked. Get, like, can you I've, get, like, bionic? I basically have to wait until it's so bad and awful that surgery is worth it, and surgery is almost never worth it. Cause yeah, because it's, cause so it's like awful. unpredictable. It's a really hard surgery. Recovery. Yeah, well, the surgery itself is very difficult because there's 200, like, there's so, your jaw is so, so many, complicated oh my God, oh my God. that if they fuck up anything, the tiniest thing, it sets off everything else. My good friend and co-host, Kelsey Dara on Confidence and Insecure, they fucked up the nerve in her jaw chronic pain yeah chronic it's a pain. really hard thing even like the best doctors are like don't do it if you don't have to and then the recovery so let's say they even do it right it doesn't fix it 100 percent. it's you know marginally changes sometimes and then sometimes and then the recovery is like you're fucking wired shut like i what am i supposed to do meet and i'll be able to talk i'll <laughs> fucking kill myself you'll die i'll die and i'll be like kanye through the wire if we can still reference him it'll be the why you know it'll be jewish kanye through the wire i mean which is kind of what we need yeah (laughs) anyway i don't so i have to be on a leave every day which is like who knows what that's gonna do because that's gonna give me some kind of ulcer bullshit anyway it's not cute okay okay i have to so basically i have to get rid of the inflammation because it's just pain management now it's not i can't fix it but it's just managing the pain have you looked into like eastern medicine i've literally done everything really yeah even like acupuncture i've done acupuncture physical therapy i've done botox in my jaw i've done um like you know different heating and cooling system stuff i've done everything wow literally everything it's a fucking nightmare I'm anyway sorry it's fine but i truly do have a doctor's notes whenever people say oh i was giving a head or whatever i'm like wow those were the Actually, days in my youth i was i was able to do I'm that retired. i'm retired <laughs> <laughs> i'm retired yeah my poor boyfriend that your jersey's in the hall of fame though love jordan he's such a trooper no he, you just gotta you just gotta you there's probably toys that replace mouths that do it better no also, I have, I have plenty of holes. Like, you don't need, like, truly, my vagina That's is the, the best blowjob you'll ever have. That's the you know? attitude Just I'm talking fucking about. Whatever. Take, I have plenty of holes. I have plenty of holes. We do not live in scarcity in this household. Abundance mindset. <laughs> it's a growth mindset. Buns of abundance. Yeah. Like, I, I'm going to need you to, like, think grander <sighs> than just one hole. So you know? many holes. Anyway, so oh, I don't oh. think, okay. So I was going to say introverts. So while, like, guys are getting fucked on the dance floor, I, even as an introvert, extrovert, like I go in and out, I'll like bop around the perimeter of these throngs of dance parties and just like people watch and like sip on my Red Bull and just like, like, I don't know, just like enjoy the view. Totally. And then like other people are like literally in bed after like the third show of the night and they wake up to do the spa and the gym, have a nice meal, go to the shows. So it's like. Do whatever you, can, you want. You can cruise any way you want. You can DIY. Yeah. Um, I love that. So it's only gay men. There's no lesbians. You're no. Le- there, there's a handful. And are there straight like women? S- maybe a few. Like that are like plus ones or yeah, something. Yeah, like gal pals. Gal pals. Yeah, like one was there, and she was like, "I went as a joke last year, and I loved it." <laughs> so I went I, as a joke. <laughs> I mean, with her friend. Oh, like, okay. She had a group of gay guys, yeah. and she's like. They, like, dared me, basically, and then she, like, enjoyed herself. Because this thing, it's, like, the most safe space for women. Yeah. Like, it could not be yeah. safer for women. Does it annoy gay men if there's too many women or... No, it's not like there's bachelorette parties. Okay, great. You know? 
No yeah. offense. No, I mean, I think because I feel like it's a space for gay men to be able to be like, I want there to be an abundance of gay men. Like, totally. I, if I paid for a trip where I was expecting a certain experience and that it was all people that I'm like, this is, this is not, not fair. I just yeah. spent five, whatever it is. Like, I want it to be a ton of gay men so that I have, like, options yeah. for my hookups. What? Yeah. Yeah. The whole time I was there, too, I was just like, this is, this is wild because, like, I would love to strive for, like, gay bars to, like, become blended and, like, everyone enjoys everyone's company. But, like, straight – I know straight cruises don't co-mingle the way gay cruises do. Right. Like – What do you mean by co-mingle? Like, they're not – I don't think people on regular cruises are, like, there to, like, mix and mingle. They're there to, like, enjoy their their family or their spouse – you Unless know. they're a music crew. Like, oh, like EDM. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. yeah. That is like, holy shit. It's like Burning Man type people. Then it's wow. like, you have to go to like themed cruises. I think if you're looking for a mix and mingle, it needs to be a community-based Yes. Like the Kesher so Cruise. Sure. Kesha. The Kesher Cruise? Kesha. Oh, Kesha that. Cruise. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Everyone there to talk about Kesha. Yeah. Um. So do you hook up when you're on these? I do. I mean, I know you're staff, so it's, um, <laughs> I know you're working. You know, it's so funny. But is, you can fuck. They don't care. So I'm hired by the per, the gay company. I'm not part of like the ship anything. Great. If that makes sense. Yes. So uh, unless I'm on stage, I'm a passenger. So are you like fully yes. like what do you, so what do you so tell me about any hot hookups or like have you ever had like a little like boat romance oh, like, where people are like I we on the first day we decided we were gonna be boyfriend and boyfriend and then we broke up the third day like <laughs> have you ever had that I've had that before it so was fun. I had that in okay so I famously and you know this I'm not like a relationship person I don't like it's not easy to romance me because okay. I'm like what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what do you want? It's hard when you're as interesting as you are Stop. for anyone to compete. Stop. I believe it. When okay. you're hot and interesting, what are you going to bring? Like, what are the people bringing <laughs> to the table? You're like, okay. That is like the sweetest compliment I've ever gotten in my life. I mean it um, too. But I did it. Um, I, that happened to me at Burning Man. The second time I went to Burning Man, um, a guy in my camp helped me set up my tent the first morning. And then I made us breakfast. And then we like kissed and we were hand in hand all the week, the whole week of Burning Man. So tell me, okay, so like when you have those, are you are you both going into it eyes wide open like this is for the week? Or are you kind of looking to fall in love? Are you like, so this is like, why not? At Burning Man, it's very like, this is, we are in the present. Burning Man's kind of all about being present and participating in life. So like, no one was asking questions about the future. Great. But I knew he was in San Francisco and I was in LA. And so it wasn't like ideal. I don't think we were like kidding ourselves. But when I left, he like teared up. Yeah. And he was like this, like, it's the hottest guy I've ever hooked up with. Like literally, literally like What's two your days type? in. What's, what is hot? What is hot so to you? What's your type? This guy was tatted, oh. taller, oh. and had like a rough childhood. Does that paint a picture? It really, really <laughs> like, like, um, AA elite. Yeah. But like hot. he wasn't sober. No, I know. But yeah. like, but the kind of guy yes, who's like, yes, like been like, through some been through shit, some, yeah, but I've got my shit together now. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, hot. He was getting his, he like, he was like working at a company, but he was like a model. And I think he did like, um, like, uh, porn oh. when he was like a, like, like 18, 19. Zaddy. I know. So. Okay. So he knew what he was doing. I mean. Yeah, I primarily I primarily blew him a lot, but um, stop! Like, it hurts my feelings when you talk oh, about blowjobs. Like it's just like do you have to rub it and in my you face. You know what? I will rub just a little bit more in yeah. the in the pubes of this mm. conversation. <laughs> um, he he took just the right amount of time to come. Oh, I love that for Dude. you. That's so. Dude. That's such a thing. Dude, when you're like when you're like this isn't this this did just turn into a job like yeah. I don't know when we crossed that line but like yeah. now I feel like I'm clocked in at one point it was a blow and now yes. it is a full job. job yeah I totally know what you mean it's and there is a del- there is a true good time because it's like when they come too fast you're like I don't respect you but if they take too long you're like you're abusing me this is not ni- like this is like I'm I'm gonna stand up for guys who come too quick that's never bothered me I'm like great good do you feel he- clear-headed now like Hey, we did it. But like too long. I love human beings, but those are not my favorite. Okay. Love that for you. So 
tell me about these hookups oh, on, the on the cruise. cruise. So the cruise Because that's a true, like, oh, my God, if you hook up with – like, truly nowhere and to go. And it doesn't – yes. Okay, so I've realized this, too. I – you know what? You're talking to me at a point in my life where I'm still it, – um, it's a learning curve because I hooked up with a guy this past cruise before we even left port – so everyone was checking in, getting to their rooms, getting settled, and he and I had been he and I had been chatting on Grinder in LA. And this was in Florida now. So like we had like flirted and we had like exchanged pics and like I said something like he's like what are you doing? He's like, "Oh, I'm going to lay down. It's um, I either want to take a nap or suck a dick." And he was like, "Well, I can help with the latter." And I was like, okay and he came over we made out it was great sexual chemistry and I will say this was a great hookup buddy because he did not pressure me ever to like hang out but he made it known to me that he was interested in hanging out again he's like if you're free we should grab dinner one night That's perfect cool. oh like it's open-ended Love. and I'd see him we dance together for a little bit I'd make out with him for a bit and I'd we'd both go our separate ways oh my god I love him ideal but other times I've let That's good etiquette. Just just putting it out there. If you're on a cruise. Oh my god. That is good etiquette. Where if you hook up with someone, just know like let them have like if you want to be nice and cool so they see they don't feel awkward. You want to be like pleasant and sweet like we did just like exchange fluids. But <laughs> Like, good etiquette, I think, would be, just so you know, no pressure, have your fun, do your thing. If you want to hang out, hit me up. I'm around. If not, yes. all good. Like, you want to be, like, you want to be, like, approachable, but not smothering. Oh, my God. It's and like, so important. It's so crazy, especially because I guess I would assume that if you're on a gay cruise, you are not looking for, no, I don't want to say that either. I guess some guys might go and be like, I might meet the guy. But, like, that's not my perspective. On a gay cruise. I think most people on a gay cruise are just looking to fucking have I fun. mean, so, right? oh, yes. And to answer your question, if I'm going to put a dick in my mouth, it's going to be in the first 48 hours of the cruise. Wow. Well, because I don't, I want it before it gets passed around from hole to hole. <gasps> oh, that's smart. I would have thought you'd want it to be at the end in case you don't like them anymore and then you can leave, but you want a fresh dick. So this is a fresh dick. You want a fresh? I don't want, want a day old. You don't want Trader Joe's produce. You no, want oh Whole Foods produce. H-O-L-E. Wow. Whole Foods. Oh my God. Put it in my hole. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, so after the two days, I will get head from guys who like to suck dick, which is a lot. You can still get an STD from I know. Mouth, it's, a it's, it's a little less likely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not like, I mean, honestly, anal is like a real treacherous, you know, for the STI. It's like the most susceptible. Right. Getting raw dogged in the booty hole. Yeah. But then like, I think getting like throat fucked is kind of gnarly too. Yeah. But like, if he just wants to like do he a little. Suck. I, I, you can get something from sc- your dick hitting the back of someone's STI throat. Yeah. But like. But it's fine. It's not at the top of my worry list. I feel you. But I will say I've let guys blow me who then are like dancing up to me at the dance. like, hey. And I'm like with my friends. And I'm like, go away. Like this was, this is not this. Like you blew me. Thank you for your service. But that was last night at 4 a.m. Now it's today at midnight. Do you know? Do you think that gay men are <laughs> I can't expected wait. <laughs> to be more like okay with one night stand culture and like don't get clingy don't like you need to be okay with like fucking me and leaving than straight mono- um, heterosexual couples heteronormativity he- yeah do you I, think that that's like a more like do you think it's a, a, sh- a shitty stereotype about gay men or do you think it's true i want to answer your question with a question amazing do you think that this metaphor is true when it comes to sex Men are the gas pedal and women are the brake pedal. I know some real gas pedal women. Okay. So I agree. But I also think that I live in a completely fringe um, society of people. Sure. Whereas most people live in a very like, like I would say like the older I get, the more I realize like my life is the weird one. And the not, this is like, I'm on this end of the weird spectrum. You're closer to the queer community almost. Yeah. That I am like, Oh, my friends are fucking all over the place in terms of like norms. Like I feel like if, if you're asking most people, sure, that is true. But I, I think that's some of it's cultural and it's changing. Some yeah. of it's TikTok is changing everything. 
everything. Yeah. But I do think, like, I don't always know how to answer these things because I think that, like, my, my, my references are just completely skewed. I, from what I've but gathered, should, but yeah. do agree with the metaphor. And I was just, I'm kind of asking everyone because I thought it was a fascinating one. And I hate gendering things. Obviously, there are horny women who are like, gas, gas, gas. But... To, yeah, to I answer, think it's biological. I think it's biological because I think that we have we are programmed to be a little bit more careful because we are the ones that get like fucked. Yeah, literally you carry life. And also, yeah, but like, and also, it's like things are happening internally for us. Like, if you have a vagina yeah. and you're like, getting fucked inside, or a tight, tight butthole. Present company. Yeah, we'll see. Then that doesn't work because no, then, no, no, it does. Because no, because that doesn't work though. Because then if it's like if we're getting fucked inside, think like it's a much more internal experience of, of like, course. wow, this is whatever. But like, if a gay guy is getting fucked in the ass, he's also getting fucked inside. So this is where but and it's I closer will say- to my heart. <laughs> Depending if on the man. Depending on the size. If I'm is, laying in Mish and he's inside, he's fucking me all the way to my heart. And when you're getting fucked in the ass, too. Hey, it's not as close hey. to your heart. Wow. It's Homophobic. Just, you yeah. Here I, first. I don't like gay people. I, I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> but I famously hate gays. You're going to like chlorine your couch after I get off it. Ew. No. Okay. So I was going to say, oh, on these cruises, to answer your question that you posed 10 minutes ago, um, <laughs> is that... Uh, I do think men are much better at disconnected, pleasure-oriented sex. To say that there is a grinder doesn't work at sea because it can't locate you accurately. So there's an app called Telegram. Have you ever heard of this? Mm-hmm. So this, and I hope it hasn't disappeared. I'm in a Telegram thread with 2,500 gay men that were all on the ship, and it is the filthiest thing I and I say filthy with love to see it but there's a there's a thing on the ship like there are load collectors what the fuck does that mean a load is cum I understand okay but so these are people like, who are just like I want I want all of the cum literally by day four I was rooting on this guy because he was he was he was getting towards a hundred loads in his mouth in, in his, his butt. butt it's very there's wait a, he fucked a hundred men in a week they fucked him yeah. A hundred different maybe men. maybe not different men, but loads. Individual loads. He had sex a hundred times in a week? The, there's a strong ass-up community on, on big gay cruises. Guys will be like, ass-up in 11.202, doors open, drop a load before dinner. Or a guy will be like, I've got ten loads. Like, I want ten more before brunch. So... Unless women are doing that on EDM cruises. <laughs> I feel like I, like, we are not I doing scarred that. you. You didn't scar me. I'm shook. Honestly, my, I used to, like, live next door to this, like, horny gay man who was the, probably one of the sluttiest men I've ever. Oh, you know him. <laughs> ben is such a, but he, I learned so much about, because I shared a wall with him. And I, yeah. I learned so much. I mean, he had the whole thing. He had, um. Like, guys who'd come over and masturbate together. He had guys come over, teach him wrestling. They'd fuck. Guys come over and they'd teach. There's so many. I was like, your life is just. So uh, interesting. So great. I mean, and, and you're right. Women are. Women are. Well, you're more susceptible to, to like, literal danger. danger. But I. But this is what I understand. Men are the ones hurting other. Like, you guys are fucking men, too. Okay. So what I know. Don't you ever <laughs> say that to me again. <laughs> No, but what I understand is, like, we're both fucking men. Yes. You know? So, like, lesbians are out. Like, just get out of the way. They're because you're not. Yeah, they're fine. at the top of the food chain. They the they're literally not in danger at all. Yeah. Um, but Well, no. They're, probably, they're <laughs> definitely still in danger. Not when they embark on sex, usually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, not talking, I'm not talking about in, in life. The day. <laughs> I'm talking about in sexual. Like, like, yeah. like, in terms of, like, they're not dealing with men. Yes. So, I, what, I, what I understand about this is, like, women are fucking men. We're scared of men. Men are fucking men. There's, they should be, why aren't you not why are you not scared of men I honestly because you can't not, overpower each other as much you're so, a twink <laughs> you're no, a sweet I mean, little and, twink and to be clear I've been uh, sexually assaulted by gay men I'm in so, my life I'm so sorry oh I mean obviously I'm I'm thriving yeah I'm I'm thriving I'm on, honestly who hasn't who hasn't been sexually hasn't assaulted? assaulted it's like so, it's like HPV no, but we've all had thing, it exactly <laughs> everyone to a different degree you know totally. but um I um I honestly feel very safe around gay men. Okay. I think, and if there are any straight men listening, like, 
the curse of being straight is that no one really questions you that often. But as gay men, we're questioned constantly. So we've had to do so much work on ourselves to, like, move forward in life, if that makes any sense. Okay. So I think a lot of, like, straight men have these, like, untreated, like, anger issues or, like, whatever. While Whereas gay men are, like, going to therapy because of, like the traumatizing childhood that, you know what I mean? It's like, sure. I think we do a lot more self. I, we do a lot more self reflecting because we're often in unsafe spaces. So we don't want to be the thing that's making other people feel unsafe. So well said. I totally hear that. Yeah. And I also think like if the, if I think straight men are like, Oh, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to, if I'm going to get fucked. Cause like women are like, you know, the, the stereotype is like, we're going to make you wait forever. Like if guys are getting 10 loads before brunch, they're not as like horned up and cool desperate. Yeah. They're like, I'm good. I dropped a load five minutes ago. Like yes. I don't need you. Like if you don't want to fine, I'll find somebody else who, who, who does. It's like, they're not so desperate. So maybe they're not as like, yeah. scary because they're not as edgy like, edgy um i will say so many gay men like identify as like come hungry and so many straight men identify as sex starved there's a collab here that we just haven't discovered is that straight men need to become gay straight men need to like okay okay <laughs> straight men i think and this is like a, an iconic like tweet or like clip where someone's like uh, homophobia is keeping you away from a lot of great head because mm. it's like and I get it like I'm pretty I, I'm aspiring bisexual but right now I'm full gay like I'm full gay I just like the concept of like enjoying a woman or a they or whatever okay but like God did make me pretty much gayer than gay like mm. I love dick so much totally but um if there are straight men who are anywhere near the bisexual pansexual spectrum but they're like too scared to be labeled gay or labeled you know it's just like it's such a bummer because i think a lot of these guys could have their need their quote-unquote needs met Mm -hmm. if they like were not so hard on themselves sure or if we weren't so awful to gay people yeah um okay so that's incredible that there are just load collectors oh my god and then there are are there people who are like to 100 by the way Mazel tov. I know. That's incredible. I know. That's also terrifying. Like, <laughs> I, I literally am like, oh, my God, his poor butthole. How does he shit? Wait, How, so that guy definitely shits at the same time every day because his butthole is like. I don't think he gets to choose when he shits. I wait, think it's just like a, <laughs> it's a, loose, a, like a, a horse sack <laughs> situation. <laughs> okay, no, no. I'm not okay. So, I'm not okay with but that. But this is because of this, like, experience I had. This is my pitch for a movie. Okay, I can't wait. Called, are we like into an hour and two minutes? No, no, no. Okay. I, I want to make it's, sure that you're good. So it's I'm, I'm... the cum dump killer. <gasps> a local beloved neighborhood cum dump is murdered. The only problem, he's filled with the DNA of 40 different <laughs> men. And so it's like, was it the mayor? Was it the ice cream man? Was it the mailman? Was it like, you know, the cop? Like you don't it's a know. real whodunit. A real whodunit. It's a real whodunit. And if you also have them spanning multiple cities, it's also a road trip movie. Dude. This is a great movie. I actually love it. It's a really that's a really funny idea. Isn't it? A, you should write that. I know. It's but really it's, funny. It'll never I'd have to self-fund like when the time comes. Truly. Um, just find a power gay and get him to make With a it. really wicked sense of humor it's that's really funny that's a really funny movie i would watch the shit out of it i know it's really good um okay so when you're so i want to ask you a couple more questions about the actual cruise because i feel like you know we are a travel pod and i I do feel (laughs) i i I feel strongly that it's important that people know about the cum collectors i didn't know about that term yeah and and you know what's so funny is i was saying it i was like do you think it's inappropriate of me to be sharing that aspect of gay culture i don't think it is no because honestly it's it is what it is it's neutral to me it's yeah. neutral these are just things and what oh, yeah, i love about the, like people assign good or bad to it yeah. themselves one night stands are neutral yes. and people assign good They're or like bad slut. to that. Yeah. yeah or some people are like great you're empowered it says it, it the, the actual action does not matter Got it. it's it's who's doing it and if they want to be doing it and if they're happy and healthy doing it totally but i do think it's i what i love about the gay community is you guys come up with great phrases for everything mm-hmm. you have you it's truly like an, a skill you're all comedy writers because come collector is a great phrase and only the gay community could give that to us so thank you for your work <laughs> you're got you're just slinging out gold jokes gay men are very funny and it's because we had to like grow up really fast do you know what i mean like we had to like we went through some shit 
early on in our lives and it like provided perspective really really what are these gen z kids gonna do they're all they're hot they have it too easy they're all way too accepted they're not getting bullied enough they're gonna really have to deal with climate change so i'm gonna let them have their fun that's true do you think we're gonna be like 80 and like just like dying for a sip of water i'll kill myself not me i'll be rich (laughs) (laughs) that's fair okay have you ever been in a in a cruise orgy um no okay but have you ever watched one Oh, I mean, kind of, yeah. You see sexual sex stuff happening all over, kind of. Like, even if you're, like, in – if you're walking down the hall, like, after a party or in the middle of a party, there'll be, like, a guy, like, maybe blowing a guy or, like, making out, like, in the hall. So it's all very just, like, sexually charged. There are elite sex parties Ugh. on these where you have, like, hot guys approach other hot guys and give them a wristband to get into the sex party. How do they get the, the wristband? Like they're part of the, the sex party. Wait, so they're just like being like, you're not hot enough yeah, to yeah, be yeah, in yeah, there? Yeah, 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 yeah. God, you have to have a thick skin to be gay. You really do. Dude. You really have to have a thick skin. You and hopefully it doesn't hemorrhoid to be, very to be, easily. Think about, <laughs> think about, I mean, to be a woman, you need a thick skin. To no, be, but that's like really, that's like fraternity hazing level. Like yeah. to be like, you're hot, you can come and you're not, you can't well, come. It's it's like, more, I think it's more like, I don't think they, they don't do that. It's she a just, little more sly. Hand. Yeah, it's like it's like a hot guy making out with another hot guy and he like reaches into his pouch and like gives him a wristband. Okay. So it's like and Ugh. like I don't know. I, I like if I were ever in that category of guy, I can't say I wouldn't be honored to be invited. Yeah. But do, I mean, what, don't you think it would make someone feel bad that they weren't invited? I, would I feel mean, bad. it makes me feel bad that <laughs> it happens, I think. Yeah. But like I'm also not like living for that culture part of our culture i feel bad that i've only asked like very sexual but this is no, gold no, no, no. i'm it's also like, a sexual person yeah and i figure i don't want people to think that like just because you're gay i'm sexualizing this whole experience but i do think a gay cruise is like inherently it's single it's single or are there a lot of couples that go on these yes. stuff? so there yes. are a lot of, are they typically like like open, hooking open yeah. or are they fucking each other just like in public? Well, this is why I think open relationships are coming for the straight community because it's been growing in the gay community. Mm-hmm. I like, I feel like most, most couples I know that are in their forties, fifties up are open mm-hmm. or they have boyfriends, mm-hmm. but there are also monogamous guys. Oh, there, there was a couple that kept, this is an interesting thing that I, I'm trying to navigate as I gain a few more fans and followers guys will hit me up on dating apps and be like, Oh my God, you're so funny. Like I love your blank comedy or blah. And I don't know if they're like flirting or if they're just a fan. Like this couple did that to me. Like, Oh my God, is this weird? Can we get a picture? Like we really, we love your podcast or blah, 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 blah. But then they like started flirting with me and I was like, Oh, this is like also flirty. But they, I thought this was fascinating, been together nine years and they've never hooked up with, other people separately they've only ever brought like a third in okay which felt very like that's very straight yeah it felt very like i don't know virginal so they wanted a unicorn yeah hot yeah are you down i ultimately did not partake okay but like his one the one guy was coming on very strong which i liked he was very cute very my type the other one was kind of like me like skinnier blonde guy and he was he was into it and smiling and happy, but like not like after it, like the other one was. Does that make sense? Yeah. I kind of need to be desired by both. I think <laughs> if if there if he has to be there, yeah. like I want him to be like like touching me too. Yeah, you don't want it to be. You don't want to feel like, like you're auditioning for yeah, one of them. Or like it's like, oh, I see. I'm here for you, Got but it. like you have to you have to chaperone. What do you think? So you're on nine. What what was your favorite? Like, wait, are you also stopping in various places? Yeah, like, yeah, where yeah. are these cruises going? Um, the last one went to Aruba. Oh, fun. Curacao oh and Haiti. So fun. Yeah. So how long are you stopping really for? The, like, I don't get off the ship anymore. Why? Because it's empty when people get off. In port cities, the boat is empty. So you just so I just like enjoy myself because oh. there's fewer people. Don't you want to like see the world? I've seen it. <laughs> I mean, are you doing the same routes? I mean, not the same, same, but like I've been to the Caribbean like, is kind of yeah. Australia. I've been to the Caribbean like seven times. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. And what? like to be clear, like unless you go venture in, like you're not seeing anything. Yeah, the, like the strip that's walkable is like 
for tourists by tourists. Yeah, it's you're not seeing anything no. local. How long are you spending in each port? So you're like a day. Um, literally, it's like docking at eight. A uh, like a. Uh, getting back on the boat by like seven yeah I, it's to me getting off is such a waste of it you're absolutely doing it right Puerto Vallarta they think we could stay out till 2 a.m and I did enjoy Puerto Vallarta PV but it's yeah. also very gay <sighs> that's so fun have you been to Tulum no it's very gay really that's the gays started it I feel bad for people who I feel bad for the gays of Tulum because the gays discovered Tulum 20 years before the straights wow. and they they made it so cute of and course fun. we did yeah you guys really know how to make something fucking fabulous Dude. and they and then we fucking took came and all the fucking influencer bitches ruined Tulum and I feel bad for the gays I really do we took it we haven't taken enough from you but uh, truly it we, we've taken I'm so sorry because the gays really were Tulum that's where it was a gay hate <laughs> for a long time um but i feel like you would love tulum's great yeah it's really fun where are you headed to, when's your next gay cruise um i just did two back to back when like i literally got back last monday where where was that cruise going like, that was the aruba haiti curacao okay. and you know it's so funny the week two weeks before that was the other one and there were four ports but two times the weather was too bad for us to dock oh. so and i don't even remember what the other two were one you needed – okay, I'm such a brat. One you needed to take a tender to get from the big boat to the shore. I don't like doing that. Too I, many moving pieces. I love you. I, um, do you get sick when you're on these cruises? No. Like, do you get, like um, – do you need, like – No, but sometimes I, like, literally – sometimes it rocks enough that you, like, literally will, like, I'll stumble because I don't have a great um, center of gravity, I don't think. Yeah, I did acid on oh that. Oh, my God. Um, I did acid on a cruise. How and fucking I, trippy. Was, well, I just, once we started rocking, I fully was like, oh, my God, we're on the Titanic. And I was like, we're in the middle of, like, Mexico. Like, it, there's no icebergs. But I was like, oh, no. It's because it was like, f- it was rocking, like, crazy. And I was like, I don't know how anything, I whatever. I but, yeah, doing acid on a boat was wild because it was just like, I'm in the middle of the ocean. Because you'll have that. That's a sobering thought when you're sober. You're like, oh, fuck. Like, I can only see water yeah. in any direction. It's pretty wild. Like I I do I would love to go on a cruise that was more tailored to like a community based experience because I do like that. I I like a cruise where like the people you're mingling with are people that you're like cuz what else if you're all stuck together you might as well talk to each other. Like that's fun. Um I'm and that's going to limb and say like I think you'd enjoy it. I'll go with you. if you take me as your plus one. Okay. Will you please? I'll do it when I'm at a level where you would get your own room. Okay. Yeah. You don't want to share a room with. Oh wait, I yeah. If you want, if you're trying to be a cum dumpster, I don't want to. I don't want to be in there for that. Well, maybe you would end up being the cum dumpster for gay men. I don't know. I mean, a hole is a hole. Like uh, it truly. Well, you is. know, this is interesting too because I have a juicy booty. There are gay some men would like it. I'm like, sure bisexual men. Mm. But I, I'm also in a relationship, and yeah. so I don't know that I'm going to be uh, a like, good cum dump. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to want me to be <laughs> getting getting dumped but into. But you know what I will say is some of these cruises have the hottest crew I've ever seen. Yeah. Like some are like Ken dolls in like sea captain like button up, Hot. you know, and I'm just like, motherfucker. One of them was like chewing fully with his mouth open, and I was like, I want to be a dog on the floor catching scraps. <laughs> <laughs> like, otherwise, I'd be so disgusted by someone chewing with their mouth open. My final question, because I know you have to go. My final question is, what was something that, like, when you – a surprising moment for you on one of these excursions? So, this is, like, kind of niche, and it's not really even cruise-based, but the pup community is growing. Do you know anything about – the pup community. I mean, is it pup like dog? Like yeah. Pup? Like where they're just like acting like a dog yes, and barking. Yes, but they have like leather dog masks. Yeah. And they have sometimes butt plugs with tails and like leashes. Okay. And what? so like literally there was like a pup pool party on this last one. And that really surprised you. And like people brought their pups and the pups all played in the kiddie pool. Do they, are people really barking and like. I don't know. I'm sure they do. But like it's more like. <laughs> Is it meant to be funny, sexual, both, or is it like? I don't think it's supposed to be funny. Is it funny. a bit? 
I don't think it's funny. Oh, it really is like there. Is it? I think it's a kink. Yeah, but I mean, what's the? Is it the kink? I want to fuck my dog. I don't know. I don't know that. Now that we're talking about it, I don't don't know. Like to me, I'm like, if it's like that, you want to fuck your dog. I'm a little like, but but I'm glad you're not fucking your dog. So you heard of the furry community? Yeah. Okay. So my brother was a furry when I was growing up, which was very like strange way to like come of age because we had a family computer and like stumble upon your furry brother stuff. was a furry yeah like he was into furry porn which is like which this is the thing though he's straight or gay straight well straight straight okay but um this is the thing though uh it's always like um animal people so it's like if you ever had a crush on like jessica rabbit it was mm. you know what i mean it's like oh like this is a sexualized half human half animal does that make sense? It does. So it's not sense. like I want to fuck my friend's rabbit. <laughs> it's like, no, but this like rabbit woman who's like, my tail is twitchy, you know, like. Are you? Suddenly, are you? I suddenly wanna f- Could you imagine I'm a straight furry? Do you want <laughs> so do you partake in these pup parties? No. Okay. But I like, I. Do you am, have any kinks? Yeah, probably. What's but your- I'm like, I'm pretty vanilla. I do like just like light dom sub stuff yeah and i like a good like um sir and boy like calling a guy sir yeah and you're the boy yeah you know sometimes though i'm the sir really i have to like act and like it is like it's academy award winning stuff i feel like it's just like the like kink um the kink community it truly what such such range oh my god i think that you really should put on your imdb like can be a sir can be a sir yeah that is a credit that i think like says a lot about you as some a, casting directors might actually really like to know that i do believe that <laughs> i do believe that that's that is surprising yeah and they're just out in the open i love that's what i like i like i like places where people are totally okay with being who they truly are and and no one's bothering them about it they're like you know what go off queen it can literally be that simple and guess what there were no like fights like there were no there was no violence like it was just like I mean there were like little like little like scuffles or little like you know lovers arguing but like yeah people are drinking yeah Yeah, but it's like for the most part it's like a very very positive space that's awesome yeah I just I will never forget that somebody said 10 loads before lunch oh yeah hope I get there yeah 100 by the end of the week 100 when he was at 98 I was like God damn it. Am I going to go give him a load? Well, you would have done it had he needed it. Yeah. I know you. I, you're the type of guy. <laughs> you're the type of guy that it's like if people really need a load. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. step up. Yeah. You'll make. I'll take. I'll drink my pineapple juice and get going. Yes. I love you. I love you too. Where can people find you? Um, Zach Noe Towers everywhere. Z-A-C-H-N-O-E-T-O-W-E-R-S. I am such a fan. I think you're so fucking funny. I think you're funny And too. I hope that one day we get to travel together. <gasps> I'd love that. I genuinely would love that. Definitely. I'll Let's per- start manifesting the, the gay cruise of it all. Okay. I hope that you don't relapse anytime soon. But Thank if you, you do, you can call me. Okay. See you next week on Globe Thotting with Chelsea Brink. <laughs>